When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this edition of Break It Down with Brian H. I am your host, Brian H. Waters. Of course, this show is brought to you by the Wrestling Realm. Make sure you are subscribed to the Wrestling Realm on YouTube, on Podbean. Yes, we're still on Podbean, but we, if you're on Anchor, make sure you're subscribed there. And you are, if you want to go ahead and donate, feel free to donate. But, you know, wherever you get your podcasts from, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, we're there. So... Uh, and you know what, tonight I'm just going live on Periscope, so shout out to the Periscope community um, joining in. So, here's the thing, there was a superstar shakeup, folks. We got new people on Raw, new people on SmackDown Live. So, you know what, I'm going to go right into the top rope and then I'll talk about it. So, let's get right into the top rope this week. Going up to the top rope. It's time for this week's Top Rope Segment of the Week. Alright, my top rope is... Roman Reigns joining SmackDown Live. And most people say, what? Really? Here's why. Because, and it's not so much the fact that he joined, but it was the execution of it. Vince McMahon promised us a... Big announcement. He said there's going to be the biggest acquisition in SmackDown history. Now, we all knew it was either two people, Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar. And I was just hoping and praying it wasn't Lesnar because we all know what happened with that. That meant Kofi was going to lose the title. We wasn't going to see a WWE championship for months. But instead... It was Roman Reigns. And I know Kofi fans like myself, and you know, maybe say, oh man, it's just a matter of time. But hold on. The reason why I like the way this was executed was because we saw Elias come out there. And we saw Vince introduce Elias. And he said he doesn't always put a stamp of approval on a lot of people. And then Elias came out there, does his Elias thing, gains a lot of heat from the crowd. And then in comes Roman Reigns. So, I believe that if he would have said, hey, here comes the biggest star, the biggest acquisition, it was Roman Reigns, all of a sudden, people would have booed, and this is Montreal, so it's a different type of crowd, you know, are they the New York of the North? Maybe so, but they would have booed Roman Reigns heavily. Instead, Roman kind of looked as the uh, savior in this point, and I think it played right into the powers that be's hand, because the people cheered, especially when he gave Vinnie Mac a Superman punch. But nonetheless, I'm really excited to see what happens on SmackDown Live. We all know that, you know, there's no secret. Fox bought 
Um, you know, they got the rights to SmackDown Live. And with them on there, we knew The Miz was going to Raw because you no know, way well, you're going to have Miz and Mrs. on USA Network while you got The Miz on the Fox Network promoting his show. Shout out to my boy, Two Chams, from the Big Gold Belt podcast because he planted that seed first. So I got to give him credit. But, you know, we, so we saw that, right? And I'm like, okay, this is going to be interesting. So, we also got, with Roman on SmackDown, you know, it opens up the door for a lot of cool matches, you know. Um, Roman versus Kevin Owens again, Roman versus Kofi, or Roman and uh, Shinsuke, Roman and Rusev. So let's let it play out. Obviously, Roman and Daniel Bryan. Let's let it play out and let's see what happens. I was a little disappointed. I kind of wanted to see Drew McIntyre come over there and they could kind of continue that feud. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like we're going to get that. So we'll see. But let's talk about some of the the, uh, major players, right? So we got, like I said, The Miz, AJ Styles. That is a huge acquisition for Monday Night Raw. A lot of people said Monday Night Raw's been draining, falling in the toilet. And then you got the guy, AJ Styles, SmackDown, the house that he built. Kind of like what John Cena was, if you remember. And then when Cena went to Raw, there was a little shift. Is this the same shift that we're going to see with AJ Styles coming over? You know? He's a guy that I believe they believe can tr- they can trust with the brand to take it to new heights. So... I'm interested to see what happens with him. Uh, in the main event of Raw, he joined Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins, and they defeated Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, and Bobby Lashley. So um, you also have uh, Andrade and Zelina Vega. Andrade picked up the win over Finn Balor. Now, word on the street is, um, I haven't seen it, but a shout-out to my brother D from the Flexo and the Die Sporting Net told me that Samoa Joe was headed to Raw. He was sick. So that would make sense. He's the United States champion, especially when you put Finn on SmackDown, which is a huge move. Um, you see in a lot of... Uh, Finn's a great wrestler. I want to see matches with him and Daniel Bryan, or should we say the new Daniel Bryan, uh, perhaps Xavier Woods, um, Shinsuke, obviously, you know, those two, you know, you can see them having some good battles. Um, another one, the Usos going over to Monday Night Raw. They dominated the SmackDown Live Tag Team division long enough, so I think it's time for them to go into Raw. You know, let's see what else, see what they do over there. And then shout out to Naomi going to uh, Raw. Uh, you got Naomi and Lacey Evans, and then you can say Zelina Vega. You know, she'll she'll wrestle. So you got them over there. So that's going to be fun. As far as the women coming on over to SmackDown, Ember Moon and Bailey. So um, I'm really excited about that. Bailey's, you know, you may know she's going to be a superstar, uh, single star. Obviously, we know we get with Bailey and Charlotte. Um, I don't see it being too long before Charlotte gets that SmackDown Live title back. I hope so, to be honest with you. And Becky can be on Raw. She doesn't need to walk around being Becky two belts. This would be cool for a little bit, but come on, let's get one of the titles on the SmackDown or on Raw and let her be the one brand. So... That's where I'm with that. So now it's time for the tapped out. Here's our tapped out segment of the week. 
So, tapped out this week, the name change of the Viking Experience. I mean, I think you knew this was going to be obvious, that this would be this week's tapped out. The Viking Experience, that is their name. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, if you've been living under a rock, and perhaps maybe this is your first taste of wrestling this week, right here on Break It Down with Brian H. The Viking Experience is the team formerly known as the War Raiders. The War Raiders were on SmackDown, I mean, were on NXT, they are the current NXT Tag Team Champions. Had an incredible match this past WrestleMania weekend, and they were opening match for TakeOver uh, New York, and they, they have a name change. I don't get it, it's dumb. I try to be positive, my only thinking could be maybe Perhaps they don't want to use the term war anything. I don't know. I really don't. Maybe that's what it could be. It could be they, we don't want to use the term war. Maybe USA doesn't want to use the term war. Yes, I know. There was raw as war. There was the war zone. I know this ain't the attitude era no more. I'm, I'm really fishing here, folks. I'm be honest with you. I'm fishing because I don't get it. I don't get it at all. So... That's where I am with that one. Uh, War, War, the Viking experience, that's their name. So we'll see. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take my first break this uh, episode. Got a word coming up to you from one of my good friends. What's up, good people? My name is Michelle Ramos, host of your favorite sports podcast, Roman the Airways, rolling with Ramos. And you're listening to Break It Down by Brian H. Waters, brought to you by The Wrestling Round. I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. So, here we go. They got us. They got me. They got me real good. So, we had Kofi Kingston teaming up with, well, obviously, him and Xavier Woods. As you know, Biggie is out. So, Kevin Owens, uh, who had introduced the New Day, he introduced the new WWE champion uh, to his hometown, uh, which was really cool. He told them, you know, he kind of translated said, hey, they're saying yes in French means they approve of you. Um, but they kind of put him through this, um, uh, what you call that thing? A initiation process to take over Big E's spot for right now. As he was the big O. So he had to eat the five pan. He had to eat all, his whole plate of pancakes in five minutes. And which was really cool to see. But I'm sitting there. I was like, okay, here we go. We know what's going to happen. They're going to turn him. Kevin Owens is going to become heel, and we're going to get Kofi versus Kevin Owens coming up. Um, so they set up a match. You know, he did that. And they he did the uh, correct introduction of the New Day, which was phenomenal. And then they had the match, and they won. So I was like, here we go. But they didn't do the turn. So I started thinking maybe the turn didn't happen tonight because you didn't want to overshadow the announcement because this was the main event part of the wrestling but it didn't close the show as obviously the announcement of roman reigns or or should we just call it the announcement of elias coming to smackdown was what they closed the show with um but nonetheless it was you know it was good like i said but they got me really good i just knew that he was going to take over and beat up uh kevin Owens was going to beat up the new day and challenge kofi for the title now I do think that's coming. I just can't see Kevin Owens being this nice guy, this funny guy, too much longer. Only time will tell. Um, 
staying with Monday Night Raw, let's move on to Monday Night Raw. You may have saw Sami Zayn. Um, Sami Zayn was with Alexa Bliss, and he was on the show, which I thought was really good. He was really playing to his hometown, running around, and he kept playing the music over and over again. It reminded me of uh, when Cat Williams had came out. He just kept saying, throw some fire. I think it was Cat Williams or, or um, Kevin Hart. But anyway, they just kept on. He just kept playing to the crowd over and over and over again. And I thought that was great. Um, in the end, he let the crowd know how he really felt and how I think he said he didn't live there anymore or something like that. Um, so Sami Zayn is doing an excellent job as a heel. I would love to see him put in a major spot on Monday Night Raw. Um, Becky Lynch has a challenger for the title, and that's uh, Lacey Evans. Now, I fell asleep during Raw yesterday. I was very tired, so I'm assuming that this was for the Raw Women's Championship. I'm going to just go ahead. Um, I know somebody will correct me. Um, but, you know, Lacey Evans defeated Natalia, and she's going to challenge Becky Lynch, which I think is really cool. Don't think she'll win. Not right now. But I do think that'll be cool to see. I want to see what the Raw, uh, what they're going to do. Um, what's going to happen with Naomi? Now that she's over there, she's going to be a singles competitor. Will she get with Sasha Banks? I know Bailey hasn't seen Sasha Banks. Obviously, folks have seen everything that's been going on. And, and you know, I talked about it on this week's Wrestling for the Culture. But here's the thing. Sasha went out and tweeted since then. Um, she tweeted all WWE affiliate programs, including Evolve, WWE, uh, NXT UK, and NXT. And she put the emoji of the kiss and the emoji, or I should say the lips, and the emoji of the peach. And if you don't know what that means, look it up. So I think that maybe she maybe just taking some time off far as we know. You, you just never know with these situations. But it will be interesting to see what happens with her. Will she come back? Will her and Naomi team up? You know, I've seen a lot of people say they don't want to see that. You remember when she came up, she joined Naomi and Tamina. They were team bad. Um, but, yeah, this um, this real this shakeup is going to be really interesting, you know. Um, but I got a question. What is going on with EC3? Did he just get, like, buried immediately? I know he got chokeslammed through uh, staged by Braun Strowman. And maybe he just didn't deliver when he first got up there. And he was kind of brought in, you know, he's a former Impact World's champion. And I wouldn't say he was brought in as a big deal, but, you know, he used to be in, he came up through the WWE system, but he wasn't that great. And as the real Dwayne Allen would say, he still can't wrestle with a goddamn. But his character, his promos, he was, you know, for that scale, he was good. And maybe it's just one of these things. He's a big fish in a small, he was a big fish in a small pond. And now he's got to really work and it's kind of getting exposed. Who knows? Or maybe just Vince just isn't um, buying into him. So, but, you know, we'll see. I think, the, like I said before, I think the, um, I don't know if I said it yet. Two people I'm really excited for are Andrade and Cedric Alexander. Um, Andrade, because this guy to me is a million bucks. He has the look, and he, you know, he's he's very very good in the ring. There's a reason he was NXT champion, and he has the perfect manager 
to get him to the promised land. And I could see Andrade being a Money in the Bank winner or a Royal Rumble winner. He, you know, this is the time I know a lot of people say that this is the time where they test out some things to see what's going to stick. I can see with Money in the Bank being in May, Andrade winning it and kind of holding it on to that briefcase until it's time and cashing it in. So we're going to see. Um, another one, just more on the SmackDown side, I'm excited for is Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy has Intercontinental Championship matches written all over him right now. The guy did his thing in 205 Live, literally put the brand on his back. And I think now, when you look at that title, you're going to think of Buddy Murphy. No disrespect to Cedric Alexander. No disrespect to Enzo. No disrespect to Neville. But I think when you look at that title, you're going to think of Buddy Murphy because of what he went through to get it and what he did to make sure he hold, held on to it and putting on five-star matches after five-star matches. Sorry, right, ladies and gentlemen, now it's time to come from the realm. And now for our From the Realm segment, where I answer your questions from the Facebook fan page, the Facebook group page, and the Twitter at Wrestling Realm. All right, from the realm this week, got four questions. Starting off with my man D. Uh, Demars from the Flex Zone and the Die Sporting Net. Make sure you check him out. He's out here hustling on the high school, I about to say college, high school basketball city, especially right here in the Baltimore, Maryland, and neighboring areas. His question was just simple Who won the shakeup? You know. These questions, are, that's always a good question to ask. And I always wonder, but you know, it's really kind of hard to tell right now because Raw got more people. We're going to have a supplemental draft, obviously. Um, I, I believe so. I'm almost certain there'll be one and they'll probably post it on like Friday or Saturday, I mean, Wednesday or Thursday. But if I had to go off the top of my head, I would say Raw got it. SmackDown's still good, probably still the better show, but Raw really came up with this. Now, we also got to look at how they're going to use these guys, and I hate to be that guy, but just remember, last year, coming off of a WrestleMania victory for the United States Championship, Jinder Mahal was drafted to Raw, and we saw what they did with him. So I'm really hoping that does not happen with a guy like Cedric Alexander or Andrade. So, but right now I would say Raw won, but I mean, SmackDown, they got the biggest star. They got the most over baby face, male baby face right now. So we shall see. Uh, next question coming from my boys over at View from the Top Rope. WrestleMania has come and gone. Now, what's your way too early for next year's main event and one superstar who starred at this year's, who won't be there next year. So, way too early, but next year's main event. Man, I got to go with, man, you know what? This, this is tough. I want to say AJ Styles and Seth Rollins, right? But I'm really thinking Rock and Roman Reigns. And the reason I'm going to go with the Rock and Roman Reigns is because I know that's a match that... No, I hear that's a match that they want to do. 
and you think about with Roman being on Fox, SmackDown, which is on Fox, and you put The Rock over there, that's money. Now, I don't know you guys, especially um, my guy Chad over at View from the Top Rope, who's really heavy into the movies, would know if there's anything that would prevent The Rock doing anything with Fox. But right now, that's my main thing because I could see Fox being able to really sink their teeth and promote that. But you imagine a Rock and a Roman Reigns main event in Tampa Bay. So that's what I'm going to go with. And who will not be there next year? Oh, man. So now I've really got to like think about the card. Um, I'm going to say it. Triple H. I think he's done. I think that's it. No more WrestleMania matches for him. He'll be there, but if I had to say, I guess somebody who was there, but or who wrestled there, but won't be on a card next year, or won't be in the WWE. That's another tough one. I say I'm gonna just go ahead and um, I'm gonna say Tamina. Yeah, I'm gonna say Tamina and Nia Jax. They won't be on next year's card. Thanks to View from the Top Rope. Make sure you follow them at View from Top Rope. Make sure and they are part of the Visionary Sports wrestling network i hope i said that right uh but shout out to chad diesel and jr those guys always doing their thing i listen to their show each and every week all right next question from my boy the shark is there any way to justify war machine war raiders calling themselves the viking experience this just seems doomed to fail shark i agree i went on a rant which i know you already listened like I said, the only reason I can justify this one is maybe because the USA Network said we don't want war in our program. That's the only way. Other than that, it's just ridiculous. And then last, from my boy, the real Emmett B on Twitter, and his question is, based on new recent, based on the recent news with Rousey, is she gone for good? Uh, that, that's his first question, so I'll answer that. You know, so I didn't talk about this earlier because I knew this question was coming. So I'll talk about it now. Ronda Rousey posted a picture of her and her husband. And it was titled Impregnation Vacation. Impregnation Vacation. Now, as somebody who's a father of a daughter, who I will say this, it was very well planned. It wasn't easy. Um, It was just like, okay, we... This is what we want to do. All right, we got to go. So, no, it wasn't easy. Like, oh, yeah, just you just do it and then boom, you're pregnant. So, if, you know, and obviously I'm not wishing that on her. But if she does, if she is able to have a child right away, I don't think she's gone for good. I think she'll be gone for a little bit. But I think that love and passion, because believe it or not, I think Ronda Rousey does have a love and a passion for the wrestling business. I think she's working the crowds. And if not, she definitely has a passion for the entertainment business. So because of that, that's why I don't think she'll be gone for good. I don't think she'll ever be full-time again. Now, this question is, will fans turn against Roman now? You just never know. Uh, Fans are fickle. I do think that maybe we are kind of coming to an end of everybody constantly cheering for Roman Reigns. I could be wrong, but I do. I think this is, I think we're coming to that end. So I do think they will eventually turn on him. Unfortunately, we shall see. 
And last question is, I love to see Kofi versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. Thoughts? Um, absolutely. I would like to see it. I mean, we know, obviously, we know Kofi cannot keep the title forever. Um, so why not? SummerSlams, that's, if, if Kofi's going to still be champion, and we're going to SummerSlam, that's a six-month title reign. Naomi got that title reign. As long as we can get Kofi having meaningful matches up until then. But you know what? That don't even matter, because, you know, we honestly didn't think we was going to get this. You know, we didn't think we was going to get Kofi Mania. So, I'm fine with it. Um, he's held the title for, oh, you know, well over a week. So, I'm really happy. So, yeah. But Kofi uh, Roman at SummerSlam, I think that's good right there in Toronto. But I wouldn't be surprised if we got Kofi, Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, or somebody Kevin Owens, and maybe Kevin Owens gets anointed in his hometown. Yes, I just thought about that. That's why I didn't say it earlier, because I just thought about it as I was thinking, Toronto's in Canada. I mean, duh. Canada is hosting SummerSlam this year. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for this episode of Break It Down with Brian H. As always, thank you for tuning in. Um... It's been one hell of a ride, and we're just getting started. Uh, this is, you know, make sure you're following us at Wrestling Realm. Make sure you follow me at Brian H. Waters. Make sure you are subscribed each and every week to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe right here on YouTube if you're watching on video. Make sure, you know, you can check me out each and every week I'm doing the show. Make sure you check out Wrestling for the Culture, whether you're black or not, um, there's a lot of great black wrestlers out there doing their thing, and they don't get the shine as always. So, you know, that's what Wrestling for the Culture uh, highlights. As well as, you know, my boy at Black Wrestling Alliance, each and every Tuesday he presents Black Gold. So I bring it on to the show. So, and if you are out there and you want to be a guest on the show, feel free to DM me. We can talk. We can talk business. Let's see. You know, um, if you're a wrestler out there and you want to share your story, make sure you do that. DM me. Let me know. Um, I've been blessed to have Ruthless Lala and Mac. I even had Amber Rodriguez on. So, yes, I do interviews. So, if you want to be a part of the show, just DM me and let's talk. So, until next time, folks, I'm Brian H. Waters. So long, everybody. Hey, guys. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Break It Down with Brian H. If you like what you see, go ahead and hit subscribe down low and check out all the other stuff brought to you by The Wrestling Realm.